0: All right, here we go. The T Bone. (laughs) And Chick Let's God bless all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want for me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired.
1: (laughs) Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. I recycle. Prove it. I mean... For all you know, I do what The Rock does with my empty water bottles and I pee in them when I'm at the gym. You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know what I do outside of this podcast. Uh, I just watched a video about that and I was dying. I was like, one, he doesn't like to go to gyms that have bathrooms. That's weird. Two, he says that he stays extra hydrated and has to go to the restroom multiple times during his workout. How long are your workouts? explain that then does that mean if you're working out in the same gym as The Rock there is a very high probability of just multiple bottles of urine also following him from station to station i have questions
0: you know it doesn't take a lot to hate your favorite celebrity you know it's it's so
1: i just ruined that for you (laughs)
0: i've had interactions with Dwayne johnson he's he's a nice guy i you know what was that don't bring your hand don't move your hands too quickly okay i i'm armed uh you move your hands real quick I, i get all jumpy
1: uh, you know, I've, had, I've had
0: some interactions with Dwayne Johnson He's a super nice guy But the fact, uh, if if any of that is true And of course, I'm sure you found it on the internet Which means it must be
1: true He's, He explained it He explained why he, There had been a rumor And he was clarifying that he doesn't do it for fun It's not reusable water bottles and Where in the world did you find this? I, I will I will find it again and I will send it to you and i, I was it and i won't just do it. I, wasn't, I wasn't anticipating on even bringing it up but then we were talking about single use water bottles and apparently there's multiple uses for single use water bottles you drink the water that's in them and when your body is done with it you put it back in recycling recycling like an astronaut at the gym
0: i uh, i look down on people who pee in bottles um, because I have, have served with a lot of people in a lot of places. Oh, no, that's the mean. Out of pure laziness. You know, oh. you're on a fob, there's a bathroom nearby, but you got to get your butt up. You got to put on your reflective belt. You got to walk to that bathroom and you got to use it. But no, they're lazy. So they got themselves a Gatorade bottle. Now. Have I almost peed myself trying to get to those bathrooms? Yes. True story. Have I, in extreme circumstances, had to use a Gatorade bottle myself? Yes. But, number one, uh, wide mouth is uh, definitely the way to go. Uh, Number two... Uh, Number two, dispose of your urine bottles properly. Immediately. Yeah. Uh, and what you would find in the HESCO barriers around the fob is just a bunch of freaking fobits who never leave the wire, who are always too freaking lazy to do anything, and they pee in a bottle, and they throw it in the HESCO barrier that protects them in the event of an attack. And I, I look down on those people. So if The Rock goes to a gym... Oh, jeez, you said it to me, just, <laughs> If The Rock goes goes to a gym that has a bathroom but decides he has to pee in bottles.
1: No, he said it's only when he's in gyms that don't have bathrooms. He's very clear.
0: What gym doesn't have a bathroom? I think it's like it's like a, a, a licensing requirement. You can't have a gym without a bathroom unless it's in somebody's basement and there's a lot of leather involved and some mask and it's not really a gym, if you get what I'm saying.
1: You know what? I think it's <laughs> the, the safe to say that you and I something. are not on the same <laughs> training level as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And we might not know as much about gyms as he does. He's done plenty of videos from inside his gym. His his home gym is yeah, there's no Why would you ever go to any other gym? Thank you Thank you To be fair, why go into the gym? But it is what it is
0: Yeah, especially if you're that famous You can't, you can't get a good workout in In a gym that doesn't have a bathroom When you're Dwayne The Rock Johnson fame level Yeah Maybe
1: the only gyms you can go to Because no one goes there Because there's no bathroom
0: Even even still Even still In today's day and age How long is that going to last? Hey, get down to the gym The rock's here Uh, You can steal some pee And sell it on eBay (laughs) (laughs) Well, normally We do this loud And your back thing Before we start the show But Talking about the rock peeing in bottles takes precedence. So we jumped right into the show today with both feet and an unintended content update. So following once again, the Jim Holder rules of unsolicited uh, advice on how to make a podcast better. (laughs) Thanks, Jim. (laughs) Remember to tell your guests in the first few minutes what to expect in the show. In today's episode, uh, obviously we're going to be talking about the, the rock peeing in bottles in gyms of questionable nature. <laughs> of course Gems of ill repute. I have to give you a weekly deer report from the deadliest deer state in the nation. We're gonna be talking about food, the good, the bad, and unfortunately, the ugly. We're gonna be talking about headlines a special content today returning to comedy and birthday burns so that's what we got on the, <laughs> the eye roll is ridiculous that's what we, <laughs> I'll tell you more later that's what we got on the schedule today if that doesn't if that doesn't pique your interest well you know what tell Siri to play something else I'm tired of begging you to listen you can listen and be mildly entertained for one hour a week or you can listen to something else and be equally mildly (laughs) entertained. There's nobody out there killing it for an hour straight, but I'm going to tell you right now, the experience that and Chick Brew bring to the picture is we're good at talking to each other, and we're good about talking about nonsense. A a little bit of a... uh, a sentencing diagram and the way that we do the show it pretty much repeats itself week after week but the words change
1: so that's the same but different
0: it's the same but different that's oh, that's shit. it that's it right there that is the caption for this week's episode which i always seem to have a problem coming up with it's the same but different and a special shout out to one of our favorite listeners jan who as i pointed out in the facebook group knows how to use the like button and when i when i pointed out that jan knows how to use the like button you know what happened people liked that comment But not the shows that were posted, just that comment.
1: Jan is more liked than we are on our own page. (laughs) Well, I can't wait. That feels about right. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a Jan I've met?
0: I think you, you may have come across. I'm also considering, for your consideration because you were so bad at birthday burns
1: oh i'm so bad (laughs) and because it
0: makes you so uncomfortable the uncomfortableness of birthday burns from you is so fun to watch i (laughs) thought it would be entertaining to other people but no one's listening which is just like when we were on radio (laughs) (laughs)
1: fair enough
0: we we are honestly performing for the same uh, people we're performing for our moms uh, Love you, mom. I, I like to perform for my wife. Today was a, a special day. Uh, we drove to the adult arcade together, and I was listening to us, so she would have to listen to us. And she was You're sitting, so mean. I know, right? Torture. <laughs> and she's sitting in the passenger seat, and she's laughing, and she's having a good time, and that made me feel good because honestly, the only person I've ever been putting out for is her. Hey, look at me! I'm funny. People laugh. Uh, you want a part of this? You want to be part of this? <laughs> <laughs> Plus her workmates used to listen And then they would tell If you I mean, if you remember we actually banned One person from listening to the show Because he didn't understand he, what, you out. he didn't understand what the circle of trust was If you haven't been following along for years I'll tell you what the circle of trust is If I say something in this show That could get me in trouble with my wife And my wife doesn't hear it That's a freebie, that's a pass I get away with it now, if you, you snitch, if you go behind my back and you message her, oh, I can't believe what Tony said about you, you will get banned. They're technically, uh, t- technology-wise, we don't have the ability to do it. But we will, and we have, banned people from listening in the past. Uh, famous banned people, uh, Bernie. Bernie got banned. I think he got, like, a two-week suspension. He couldn't listen to the show. I think uh, I think we banned Ben. I think Ben got a two-week suspension for talking out oh. of turn. Uh, and that's about it. We've only banned two people, but you could be next. So keep your mouth shut, unless it's funny. It could be you. Unless it's funny. <laughs> then, then you're allowed to talk about it. You know, funny trumps everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, it's yeah. funny, because where my mother-in-law is from, Trump is like slang for fart. And so when people are like, oh, that Trump's sad, I'm like, it's funny in my head when you say funny farts everything. It's, <laughs> it's a fart joke in my head every time. I'm here for you. I,
0: I am not often told to be the deliverer of head fart jokes, but apparently I accomplished <laughs> that today. <laughs> I, I have got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, I, Of course, I'm always interested in finding out what you've got going on this week. So, let's spin the wheel of destiny and find out where it lands. What are we going to talk about now? <laughs> it's time to talk about cooking.
1: And tonight, prove one
0: thing. You know f- all. <laughs> so... Tell me what's the haps at the Institute of Culinary Institute Institute there in Manhattan, New York City, New York City, New York State.
1: (laughs) Is this University of Maryland University College Global Campus?
0: (laughs) You know how much I hate that school. (laughs) I went to the College uh, of Maryland College College. Oh, aren't you a genius?
1: Aren't you a genius? So if you can if you can figure out how to put that name in anything, you've automatically earned your degree. You
0: are a collegiate. Look at you. Do you have an associate's of an associate's associates degree? You yes. idiot. But, but it's, it's accredited. Sure it is. Pay your money or or give your Look, if you get degrees. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no one cares. It doesn't matter. And until you're a hiring official like me and you give arbitrarily points for people who at least claim to have a degree, <laughs> let the HR people figure out you don't have a degree. Put it down. <laughs> Except not, do not do that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. there, there are some applications that could constitute perjury. Perjury is a felony. I'm not I am not abdicating. Uh, abdicating. Yes, I'm definitely abdicating. I am not encouraging perjury on any level. Unless, again, you're using TK's alibi service, and TK's alibi service perjury is number one. I'm still there for perjury you. Perjury is key. <laughs>
1: the key to your freedom.
0: So, for, though, for anyone who doesn't know at this point, well, uh, welcome. You're a new listener. Chick Brew is a student currently at the uh, New York. It's,
1: uh, no, the Manhattan Institute of Culinary things. What the Institute of that? Culinary Education. What is it? institute of culinary education
0: i like my names much better that doesn't i love doesn't even sound like a good acronym institute of culinary oh ice is that like racist because you know ice breaks up all the illegals that are working in kitchens around the country on a regular basis under previous administrations. it
1: wasn't until now
0: (laughs) Thank you.
1: <laughs> it was fine until you touched it. I feel like you've heard that
0: before. <laughs> so, what's going on in the cooking school or the cooking college?
1: Um, well, I'm almost done. I cannot. Oh. No. Yeah. Um, I am about to finish my last few weeks. Um, we did hors d'oeuvres and charcuterie boards and... <laughs> I will never not appreciate the art of making sausages ever again.
0: <laughs> that is so
1: tedious.
0: <laughs> yeah, making sausage.
1: <laughs> it's so it's too much. We're it's not. not th- I can't I can't even laugh at it because I think I lost my whole soul trying to do that.
0: We've got three things we're talking about here at this school this week. We're talking about hors d'oeuvres. We're talking about the uh, word I didn't understand that you said next. Char- Charcuterie. <laughs> What is it?
1: The big meat and cheese plates.
0: We'll talk about that. And then we're going to talk about making sausage. (laughs) Making sausage. Let's go back to the hors duvets. the... So, you know, I lucked up in the in the wife uh, lottery, and I got a hot blonde in the house that I, I call my we spouse. We both married up,
1: and we are well aware. A hot blonde <laughs> in
0: the house I call my spouse. That's fun. That's much better than uh, my current wife. She hates being called my current wife. I don't know why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my ex-girlfriend.
0: <laughs> my, she is, in fact, no my, longer here. your ex-wife. Yeah, that's... <laughs> she's
1: ex-girlfriend is technically correct
0: (laughs) yes yes my 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 ex-girlfriend that is i like it oh she's gonna slap me when she hears that do not
1: do not tell her that came from
0: me (laughs) (laughs) i won't and if you're lucky those in the circle of trust the listeners won't tell her either because she's not gonna listen uh (laughs) she'll say she listened but she'll never listen because she'd hear something like this like what do you mean i'm your ex-girlfriend and i like that's hilariously accurately true anyway she's a hot blonde and she has these blonde moments. Occasionally she has a blonde moment. Or she's also smart and sometimes she fakes the blonde moment with me. So uh, she was pulling them whore duvets. Yeah, she said something like, "and and, and, you know, we're talking about the Thanksgiving menu," and she's like, "and then you know, I'll make the whore duvets," and I just, I snapped. I was like, "What did what did you say?" She said, "The whore duvets. I'll make the whore. What are whore duvets?" And she starts explaining the whore duvets. Go to big, and I said do you mean hors d'oeuvres and she's like is that how it was something in the way she answered my question that let me know she was messing with me
1: she got you
0: yeah 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 it was like she said is that how it's pronounced but it was just something there. It was like oh you you are messing with me <laughs> You
1: got you. Land. All right, so that, that, I'm going to send you some pictures because
0: I love you. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, so what kind of hors duvets did you make there?
1: Well, so we made um, lobster rolls. But what we did was we cooked the lobster and then we like rolled it in a brioche and fried it. Those were really good. Um, we made. Did you get them? Did you get the pictures? I, I'm 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 looking at them now. We made many chicken tacos, made um, goat cheese mousse. It was so good. The problem is-
0: and I love mousse. I don't know if I've ever had them together. Oh my God. When
1: you have these things, they're little- Right. And they're super rich and they're delicious. Yes. There's so many of them.
0: What's this piece of bacon (laughs) in an egg on a bowl of rocks? What is that? It's not a
1: bacon. It's a stuffed potato chip in an egg custard in a truffle egg custard on top of a bowl of rocks yes let's we'll hold it up right so you can see it uh,
0: my, you don't serve me eat food if you give me this plate <laughs> I am breaking my teeth on these things that I'm going to I don't know maybe it's chocolate I don't know crunch you don't put rocks on a plate
1: you don't eat the rocks on the plate maybe you do you, I know you do. That's
0: a full-size taco. Stop sending me pictures. That's a full-size You don't tell me what to do. You're not my supervisor. <laughs> That's a full-size taco.
1: That's not an hors d'oeuvre. It's an hors d'oeuvre.
0: Those are fantastic pictures. Those are the, all right. It is good to see that you're working. Here's what people that don't know. People hear that you, know, you live in Spain and people, oh, oh, have you tried the tapas? Are the tapas delicious? Yeah, they're just- hors- They're all right. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a special thing. It's just hors d'oeuvres. And usually, especially if it's like a big party in Spain, fill up on the hors d'oeuvres because the main course is going to suck
1: usually <laughs> i know exactly what events you're speaking of <laughs>
0: <laughs> several events most of them follow that methodology all right so we, we talked about the hors d'oeuvres hors d'oeuvres yes the next word you used was um charcuterie. Uh, not, say it again
1: slowly Char charcuterie charcuterie Yep, and that's the last <laughs> picture I sent it's... you was our, was our whole setup So it included We made uh, Smoked bacon We made um gras. We made salami uh, Smoked cured salmon Sausages Or we made pickles Those were good
0: Who's the guy on the phone in the background?
1: Hugh Everyone else moved out of the picture. Could not be bothered.
0: Uh huh. What's his name? Way to ruin it, Hugh. His name is q like the letter in the alphabet. q
1: like with a H. Q. Q. Hugh. Hugh. Hugh's wearing Crocs. They're Birkenstock Crocs, which makes me fail him Crocs. for that. I would fail him
0: for that alone. <laughs> Get out of here, Hugh! You Croc wearer. And uh, I can't help but, you know, and and unfortunately, we're not sharing this in a visual medium, except between me and you. But I can't help but notice the location and the uh, floor to ceiling windows. Oh, yeah. This school is bringing in the dough. That is a high high rent district. (laughs) That is a premium building. Oh, thank God for the VA.
1: Thank you, B.A. (laughs) You're welcome for my service.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome for your cervix. What?
1: No, they gave us, uh, they actually gave us um, uh, Veterans Day gift cards to Amazon. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's funny. So it's just me and uh, this guy, Levi. Levi was prior army. And I was like, did you get an email about a free gift card of some sort? And he was like, yeah, you want to go get it? Everyone else in class was like, Wait, what are you getting for free? We had a great time. I also learned how to make roses out of butter. How much was it? $25. Nice, nice. Uh, like you can actually get something with that.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I You expected it. Stop sending me photos. What's wrong with you?
1: Lou? I learned how to make roses out of butter. Who so, would have thought?
0: Is that what this photo is?
1: Yes.
0: That is, uh, that is really beautiful. <laughs> I mean... I, I would like to do that for Thanksgiving. Can you tell me how to do that? Yeah. Is it I difficult?
1: Can. No. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Like if you have like a like a a bread spread, you know, you've got some rolls and instead of having just like a stick of butter, just grab a grab a petal. And and how
0: it's- how much of this food did you take home to eat?
1: I just finished it. <laughs> <laughs> I got my COVID booster on Thursday and I had been stocking my refrigerator so that I wouldn't have to leave my house while I agonized alone.
0: Well, I'm sorry for so. you know, your booster in case you haven't heard the 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 second booster is right around the corner that's supposed to be good for both boosters. I don't care. Yeah, but <laughs> the first booster's not good enough for the second. But the second, you know, gives you good enough for the first, and they expected, you know, come out with a new booster on a monthly basis, and they're going to name the boosters kind of like they do hurricanes, just alphabetically with the names. So, like oh, the well. booster should be like March
1: well then you should prepare for agony like you've never experienced before
0: yes i I would not take a vaccine with your name on it and i would 100 no i would run run as fast as i could to get away from a hurricane with your name on it
1: oh most definitely
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so we made the oh
1: but speaking of hurricane real fast Mm -hmm. is it snowing by you this week no oh okay
0: it it's not snowing by you
1: no, but it looked like there was a blue spot on the radar. And I thought that the little thing made that to be very cold. So like there snow. was
0: snow in between you and me
1: in Jersey. They got snow. Well, as long as it's in between us, that's fine.
0: I'm cool with that. Send me your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Zeus's. <laughs> so the first time I, I, I think we've already talked about this because I know I've said the phrase and that was the first time I ever said picking up frozen dog poop was
1: easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zeusy boy!
0: So he goes out. You know, we had a couple of really cold days, and he goes out, and all of the grass is white and frosted. It's, it hasn't snowed, but it looks—it's got a snow look to it. And he goes out there and, like, paw number one into the crunchiness, and he's like, you he, he just see his entire brain go, "This is not right. This is not right. This is not right." <laughs>
1: They broke my yard.
0: And I have, Dad, someone know, broke my yard. I got to convince him. It's OK. It's OK. No worries. And then I got to walk out there and show him it's OK. And and then he was in after a while. Plus, as soon as the sun hits it, it's gone. So there was always that. All right. So we said we were three things in your cooking journey we were going to talk about. We talked about the hors d'oeuvres. We talked about the, say the word. charcuterie. I'm sure that's spelled with like a dollar sign and a 100% and a, a hashtag. <laughs> a hashtag
1: and a pound sign.
0: And the third thing we were going to talk about was?
1: Making sausage.
0: Oh, yeah. Making sausage. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a great phrase in, in the business world that is, has that is been kind of adopted into the military. And, you know, it, it's... It's the, the, the story of how the sausage is made. You know, you got the sausage, you got the meat, you put the meat in the grinder, you add your spices to the grinder, you mix the meat, you mix the grinder, you get your casings, you throw the sausage and you put it through the casings, you link up your casings, blah, 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 blah. And then when it gets to the end, you know, you put it on the grill, you cook it with the onions, you cook it with the peppers at this temperature, then you put it in the bun, which you put it... In, and and you, in the way of saying, just cut to the chase is now, I just want to eat the sausage, you know <laughs> I don't want to know the name of the animal it came from I don't want to know how <laughs> it was processed or what 11 herbs and spices you put in there, I just want to eat the sausage is the newer way of saying cut to
1: the chase so I knew what sausage the casings were, yeah. were made of well, uh-huh. right, I mean I get it, I get that it's intestines I knew this
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your face says you didn't. I,
1: think, I did. I think, but I think thought the difference all natural between casings
0: was real. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> I knew what it was. But when you have an an like an actual like when you see in the store all natural casing, it's not the same. It's not the same as a real all natural casing that has weird tentacles coming off of it and things and smells like an intestine (laughs) and then uh, it got all over my apron I smelled like an intestine I was miserable (laughs) and um, it's funny because I was working with Levi army guy and we were cracking up I was like and this is disgusting and it is so tedious the process is so tedious and the smell was a lot and then I I don't think that's that's not going to be something I get into all
0: right, so how deep into the sausage-making process you got? It sounds like there were some corners cut. It definitely sounds like there were some corners cut because the, the all-natural casings are the same intestines that you're dealing with, except they've been processed. They've been
1: cleaned. They're clean, but it's still not a good smell. It's not. It, what you smell after, so when you get sausages, you poach them before you cook them. And when you poach them, that hot water takes out that gamey natural scent that is in the casing. But when you just take the casing out of the package and rehydrate it in the water, that does not encourage one to eat the sausage. (laughs) 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 And it doesn't matter how good the mixture that you just created. We made like a roasted poblano pepper sausage, We made a dumpling pork sausage. Uh, We did the sausage that we made. Some of it did not go into casings because we had extra. That was delicious. I could eat it. I had some that I had brought home. I immediately cut them out of the casing and tossed it in a pan because I don't ever want to see a sausage casing ever again.
0: (laughs) At what stage was the meat that you got to make the sausage? What kind of meat are we talking about? Oh, we did pork. Okay. Can and you, then we did. I mean, is is the is the meat at that stage or did you receive some packages of a meat you told you were told is pork?
1: No, we butchered off the bone. OK, OK. Because that's part of our school. Like we we butcher yeah. we don't butcher a whole pig, but they'll give us like, you know, that's a very important skill to know to be a chef. Yeah. OK, because that's the cheapest and freshest way to get meat
0: <laughs> so you got your you got your uh, extra expensive knives you, you carve super it, expensive right yes. yeah, of course and it's like a textbook it's required right you have to buy it and you've got to buy it through the school <laughs> well,
1: it's included in the it's included in
0: the tuition nice thank you uncle sam so you you carve it uh you grind it you add your 11 herbs and spices um you mix it you run it through the process. You run it through the the, the thing, the bushy, the tubey thingy, you know, <laughs> and you catch it on the other side.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So you have your stuff. You have spices that you'll grind in with the meat. So you'll grind it once and then you'll season it with your spices and then you'll grind it again. But then you have other stuff that is larger. So, like, if you're doing salami or something that has, like, Fat. almonds, pistachios, the fat no. that gets added after you have grinded it, obviously. And then you put it in the sausage maker.
0: <laughs> so now that you've seen this process, the next time you go to a store and you see something like uh, um, <clears throat> Oscar Mayer or whoever, whoever, these sausage companies like Johnson or whatever that uh, make the sausage with the cheese inside them, no longer, surpri- no longer like slightly interesting to
1: you. No, no, I know exactly how it happened. And now I know, but I I can't do the cheese because it never fails. I will bite it and it will come right. That hot molten lava of cheese will hit me right at the tip of my top lip and leave a huge burn happens every time. Can't
0: do it. Right. That's what I say about my herpes sores too.
1: Exactly why I can't do it. It looks so awful. (laughs) I won't. I will not be fooled again. (laughs)
0: That sounds. It sounds like you had a great week. All right. So, how many weeks do you have left? I am done. December first. Wow. When do you go home? I still have to do my externship. So oh, five. I'm to six sorry. An externship. Yes. And where will that have you working? Free.
1: I have no idea. I really need to get on that.
0: <laughs> do you have a choice? Yeah. What was the one that recently had the tourists from Texas uh, losing their mind at the front door because of the mask policy?
1: I know exactly what video you're talking about. Choose, <laughs> don't remember the restaurant. Choose that but I'm one. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's always people from Texas. And then I go to Texas and I'm like, all right, play it cool, right? Because I don't care if you don't want to wear your mask. I don't care if you, if you want to wear it, great. If you don't want to wear it, great. There are some places I'm going to wear my mask. There are other places I'm not going to wear my mask. Sometimes I just want to wear my mask because I don't want to smell where I'm walking. <laughs> like literally none of that happens. There were people who were wearing their masks. There were people who weren't wearing their masks. Literally nobody cared. But I'm like, why is it every single time it's (laughs) tourists from Texas, Texas woman, Texas is becoming the new Florida man?
0: Uh, How dare you disparage Florida (laughs) man?
1: he's just not been around lately and
0: it's very disappointing oh no florida man's right i had an interesting uh, kind of epiphany recently and, and it, it deals with social media as a whole could you imagine not too long in the distant past how people lived their lives normally you know they got up they went to work they came home they did normal things and the world didn't seem scary at all they weren't worried about a bunch of stuff that they don't know nothing about they didn't have any of these issues i compare that now to to living in a small town that has no crime and then reading the New York Daily News every day and losing your mind. You live, you know, 2,000 miles away in a little town of a hundred people and nothing ever happens. But, you know, for your, for your news source, you choose the New York Daily News and people are dying left and right. People are killing each other and all these other things are happening. And I I think that's kind of what social media has done for everybody. For the most part, everybody's got a normal existence. But they get on the Internet, and then they start reading things from other people that they know nothing about, situations they know nothing about. And they've chosen these, you know, this is is something I must get involved in, and my opinion must be known. And we've really kind of taken a turn as a species. (laughs) Probably... I will do something with that there. So, um, all right. Uh, you, you've talked about your food. Let me talk about my food. Holy cow. Baking is hard. I'll just start with that. I'll just start with. B- no. I, if I had to put a label on the concoction that I made this week, I would call it the, um, uh, Oh, I got this bread, you know? Oh, I got this bread is the bread a guy makes. Uh, Without looking at the recipe, because once previously he had made bread and it seemed really easy. So when it came time to make bread again, you know, I don't need a recipe. I got this.
1: Oh, I got this. You're a liar and you're wrong.
0: (laughs) And uh, the
1: I I, I, I don't uh, got it.
0: I do not got it. I know the critical mistake I made in this bread i did not let the little yeast creatures do what they the little the the little sea the food sea monkeys do what they need to do i didn't give them time to
1: you did not let them bloom
0: i didn't (laughs) and uh and then my bread didn't really rise it rose just a little bit and i beat it down it rose just a little bit it got a little fluffy check bro what a disaster. What and and it's uh, the worst part about you it. You made a cracker? I was trying to do it's more it was more like a bagel consistency if a bagel had been petrified.
1: <laughs> bagel from the galley, check, understood.
0: I we had talked about it in the past in order to have something to chat about, you know, I tried some food experiments. And we had talked about this cinnamon roll and I said quite enthusiastically, oh, I bet you I could make a cinnamon roll in the Instapot. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs>
1: you can make one in the air fryer.
0: Well, I did it. I did this. I, I tried to make it the same way I made the artisan bread. I tried to, you know, make a, I make a dough. I said it the way you told me to say it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just Stop it. So, I do what I want. Uh, I took... I took the same bread concept, added a little too much salt, didn't let the yeast rise, but still put all the cinnamon, all the butter, and all the sugar in it, trying to make this thing amazing, and and, and I'm going to have to throw it all away. It's currently boxed up in the fridge. Did Desire. you... Talk to me. Go ahead.
1: Put the cinnamon and sugar... Did you put the cinnamon in while you were waiting for the dough to rise?
0: I did, because I thought... It was genius I,
1: I, I was cinnamon do- is an antibacterial and will kill your yeast sugar will feed it cinnamon will kill it so I next was, time
0: I was doing a video for uh, you know uh, uh, in, the, in the cucina with TK I was mm-hmm. doing a cooking video and I remember and I have it on video I'll share it with you it's wonderful the epiphany I had it's like oh I'm making cinnamon bread. It just makes total sense to put the cinnamon in the dough.
1: (laughs) You can do it once it's risen. If you're gonna beat it down, let it rise again, and then fold it in, totally fine. But it will, uh, if you use too much, it will kill your yeast off before it's fully formed.
0: I'm gonna say this, Uh, you know, if you take all the ingredients into consideration, it was, it cost less than a Yankee Candle And the house smelled amazing for hours.
1: (laughs) That's literally the worst though. When you're making something and you're like, oh, oh, it's (laughs) gonna be so good. And then you like look at it and you're like, how do you smell like this and taste like this? It
0: (laughs) It was horrible but it smelled amazing. But now, again, every week I learned something. I learned that eggplant is poisonous when you eat it raw. Didn't know that. I now learned that cinnamon kills yeast, which is strange because I knew a stripper named Cinnamon and that's not necessarily true.
1: I knew you were going somewhere with that. I saw it in the paws in your face. I knew you couldn't resist. I was like, oh, how bad is this gonna get?
0: I'm gonna take it right up to the line. And uh, interestingly enough, when I do have to censor something, you know, and I listen back to the show, I'm laughing at the upcoming beep before the beep happens. It's like, oh, I had to beep this. I'm just thinking to myself, right? <laughs> so when we're listening in the car today, Jules, is she doesn't understand why I laugh like three seconds before the beep happened. Because I knew it was coming and it was funny to me. I was like, oh, I had to beep this part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to hear about the. The comedy, the
0: comedy show. Uh, all right. Well, wow. There's so much to talk about. And, uh, you know, we like to keep these things to a tight hour. So I- I'm going to yeah. give you a-, a quick rundown and maybe we'll talk more about comedy as, as comedy goes on, as life goes on. Uh, a longtime friend of mine uh, was performing at the Harrisburg Comedy Zone this weekend on uh, Friday and Saturday. Him and his partner, who I've come to know, especially during quarantine, was going to be with him. And, and, a, and a new cat I didn't know. So I hit up Will uh, Will Clifton, and I said, Hey, man, you want to get lunch? He's like, sure. So we do. We go to a, a lunch place. Fun story about lunch places, but a cautionary tale. I say a whole bunch of stuff here. I used to say a whole bunch of stuff on the radio. And I do it to make people laugh, and I find it funny. And we move on, and we do a show a week later. But with the prospect of me possibly getting back into comedy at the local level if nothing more than that just comedy at the local level that involves writing material which i've been doing and that also involves not sharing the material with the general public <laughs> right <laughs> so um i could tell you the experience of eating pizza in in pennsylvania what's going on to the what's going on are you,
1: you hear that? It's my radiator. Oh, you finally got heat. Good for you. I don't know how long that's going to last. The experience of eating
0: pizza in a restaurant in Pennsylvania gives me about five minutes of material. It's just, it was just insane. The day before going to a Japanese steakhouse with my wife in Pennsylvania is about five minutes of material. So the material is coming, the material is going down on paper, and where normally I would just throw it out here and just rant about it and have fun with it, I realize there's an audience out there that we haven't reached. Right. And it's those comics, we call them road comics, those guys who, uh, wherever they are in their career it still forces them to get in a car and drive for hours and hours and hours to the next weekend gig or the next week-long gig. And I want to start reaching out to the Road Comics, and I want to, you know, uh, tell people in what cities that they'll be coming to. Then you can listen to them, give them personal recommendations for those people that I know, and give those guys on the road something to keep them from falling asleep for at least an hour, at least an hour, <laughs> hour a week while you're driving from town to town. Tune us in, and, uh, and we'll give you a shout-out. You know, we'll do the thing. So, I want to talk about the, the, the comedy. Here's, here's what I will talk about. So I got to have lunch with Will. We reminisced for a long time. It was, it was good. I got to meet uh, Cavell Hudson, a, a really cool cat, um, a funny guy. He's got, you know, he's going to be doing it. You'll see him again at some place sometime. Cavell's funny. And I got to, I didn't get to meet Ty at lunch because he wasn't feeling well. So I got to meet Ty that uh, the next night at the show. And he still wasn't feeling well, and that story ends with Ty in the hospital because he's not feeling well. Ty's uh, Ty's working working through some issues. He's on a donor list, but the man still got up. I you know, and it you think about that warrior spirit. Uh, you don't have to be a warrior to have a warrior spirit. Comedy keeps Ty going. Ty's good at comedy, so he's still doing it, even you know, as his body's kind of uh, uh, failing him. To watch this man. Who, who couldn't speak. I mean, I all right. So going back to quarantine conversations, while we were doing quarantine conversations, we went a hundred episodes in a row. Will and Ty, they went a uh, hundred episodes doing with this thing called the bathrobe boys. And it worked out great. Cause they started every night at midnight on the, in the central time zone. So I was at work in the office and I could just plug them in and I could listen to them and interact a little bit. Never did get Will or Ty to come on to quarantine conversations, but you know, I listened to their show while I did mine. They're, they're, they were funny, and it was fun to watch. And I wanted—I wanted to engage Ty. I wanted to talk to him a little bit, but he just didn't have—he didn't have the air. He couldn't—he couldn't. And you know, I felt bad because I wanted to talk to him more, but I couldn't. And I felt bad because he's over there. You know, he's talking about—he's got some throat problems, and he's—he's he's nursing some honey tea. And I could just see—he's just—he's just beat down. But when it comes time for him to perform. That man walks up on stage. And although his voice was failing him and his lungs were failing him, he did a solid set. He got up there, he made the people laugh, even though he talked like uh, Mickey Mouse from South Park. It really... Hey! Hey! He couldn't... He could, you know, he's he's got a lot of things going on. So his normal voice had failed. What he did for those 30 minutes, and it was speaking. It is funny and it's sad at the same time. But if he had finished that set with I'm Typhoon Panda, thanks for that. I would have peed myself or peed a nearby bottle. Uh, I, I, <laughs> if, if he could have finished, if he could have just squeezed out four words in a normal voice, I I, I would have died. That place would have erupted. Uh, that's that's Friday night. Uh, Saturday morning, I wake up. I find out he's in the ICU at a Philadelphia hospital. And uh, he's not, he's not going to be able to, to complete the trip, and, and, and he's, he, I mean, he's trying to recover the best he can. Uh, Will has set up a fundraiser, so Will uh, is the creator of the Veterans of Comedy, and uh, it's, it's a good organization that tries to help comics and help uh, veterans, and through that organization, he's raising some money to try to help out Ty, so I'll, I'm going to throw that in the link section so that uh anybody that is listening that's got a couple of bones they want to throw towards uh, helping whether it's anybody i mean whether it be a vet or whether it be a comic or whether it be a total stranger it, you know i find myself doing that a lot now i i i throw money at things that i as a young <laughs> you want my venmo city, <laughs> do you want my venmo as a young man in new york city i would walk past a, a man and his four children begging for money And not even give it a second thought. Even if I had money in my pocket, giving money to beggars was nothing that ever crossed my mind. And then as I get older, I got a little bit of success behind me. I got a little money in my pocket. And then I'll be on Facebook in comics that I never know, that I never knew, you know. But I know people who know them. They died and they don't have any money for a funeral. You know, I'm like, all right, I'll throw them some money. And uh, I'm not rich, but...
1: I think it's nice, though, because back in the day when someone had something that, you know, the church would have a car wash or whatever. But I like now that I'm far away from most of the people that I know and have known a long time. I like that if they need help, there's a link and I don't have to, I don't have to go to a car wash. I can give them exactly what I can afford. No questions asked. No, Is all? nothing. I don't even have to tell them my name. And drop them some money and be about my business. (laughs) That's it. I like that. I don't have the money to give to people that I don't know. I don't have the money to give to some people that I do know. But you do. We all do. I do.
0: I do. We all have five bucks to throw at a stranger. And if we could ever like collectively pick a stranger a week, you know what me and the kids used to do? We used to uh we used to like write letters uh to people in alaska well yeah me and my daughters we get together we'd uh we'd write a couple letters hey you know we live in florida and you live in alaska and that must suck to be you (laughs) now this is before right back this is no we didn't leave a return address this is before all of the uh alaska tv shows that let you know that Wow, Alaska is actually like a real place, and there's it's real people,
1: there's real people that live there. <laughs> so. It's the only state I've never been to.
0: I have also never been to Alaska. I have similar experiences from living in Newfoundland. I kind of understand the concept, but I've never been to Alaska. So yeah, we would write. We would pick out names out of the phone book or the internet, and we would get a name and an address in Alaska, and we'd send them a little letter. Hi, you know, we live in Florida. You live in Alaska. That must suck. Here's five dollars. Hope that can buy you a beer, you know. And we would randomly send five bucks to people at random <laughs> that just lived in Alaska. If we if we ever set up a, I would love to set up just just random. Can you imagine just randomly like not necessarily changing someone's life, but just really making someone's day? I did it. I did it for seven years straight with the Road to Santa Run. We made a lot of people's days, but on a, on a much smaller scale. Like a in my dreams of grandeur, in the glorious dreams of gra- grandeur, I have. I get to. Uh, I won't say Oprah famous. I'll say. Less than, uh, less than Ellen Famous, what's, uh, uh, who's the Williams? Wendy Williams famous. <laughs> yes, I will support that. We get the Wendy Williams level of fame. Same class level. Hands down. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do uh, we do a weekly blind fundraiser and then randomly just pick people out of a phone book, out of an Internet directory. Just something completely, you know, we're, we're, we're throwing money at the grandmaster of the Ku Klux Klan and some. No, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know who he is. You throw the money at the guy, just almost random, almost anonymous. Hey, it's T Body Chick Brew. And our friends decided that you were the lucky winner. Here's Here's five grand that we collected this week. Hope it makes your day. And he, and he is, he is the, you know, a racist, and he is the Grand Wizard of the Klux Klan. And then he looks at us, he goes, wow, I never expected that. And the people that send him the money are of, of all different colors and flavors. And he's going, you know what? Maybe my life has been wrong. New
1: robes. No, that's not what he would say. It's literally not how it works.
0: <laughs> I have hope. You say new robes. That's funny.
1: <laughs>
0: what are we going to do? A background check on random people? We're trying to make things nice here.
1: No.
0: Publisher's Clearinghouse does it, although in my Do existence, they? I've never <laughs> seen one of those prize patrols, ever.
1: Zero, I've seen, only, on, only on
0: the TV. I've seen a freaking Google car on more than one occasion. I've seen a Google car. I've well, never I see. seen a prize patrol. I think Publisher's Clearinghouse is full of <laughs> So that was my week in comedy. Uh, I, I went to the, the Comedy Zone here in Harrisburg, it's got. It's a nice setup. I'm going to tell you, whoever painted in traditional comedy, in the comedy zone world, a lot of the comedy zones have these murals with famous comedians around the walls. Them. And, and then whoever did the Harrisburg one must have been paid a lot of money because he continued to do the mural onto the stage itself. So coming in from the left and coming in from the right, you have all of these mural paintings of famous people and then in the center, you just got a bunch of mouse, big laughing, gaping, rolling stone mouse, and it's really, really distracting. It's too much information. It's hard to see there's too much color from a, from a feng shui perspective. If there's anything I didn't like about the Comedy Zone of Harrisburg, it's their, their stage is just too much. It's too much for the eyeballs, but somebody paid a lot of money to get that done. So the chance of that ever getting changed is probably never going to happen unless fire is involved.
1: I said fire to the pub. <laughs> TK's right. alibi. Do you have... Headlines?
0: Of course.
1: Connecticut judge orders arrest the Florida man whose lawyer says he's dead.
0: Now, you said Florida man oh. wasn't in the news anymore. And our first headline, of- I
1: had a different headline. And then I <laughs> <laughs> and then I searched it. And this is the best one I could find. It wasn't even Florida. Not man, even Florida back. man. Connecticut mm-hmm. judge said what? Connecticut judge orders arrest a Florida man whose lawyer says he's
0: dead. Uh, this is called a delaying tactic. What I am doing here is explaining to the listening audience what's happening. <laughs> While in the back of my brain I'm trying to process and understand This whole thing I think I've got it, but let me continue my explanation uh, If you have never listened before Or if you have listened before Welcome back, if you haven't listened before Hi, how are you? Here's what's happening Chick Brew reads a headline Pulled from the, you know, real world She gives it to me And my job is to interpret the headline and explain to you the unknown story behind the story. Now, this Connecticut judge has issued an arrest warrant for a Florida man whose lawyer says he is dead. What the judge is saying is... I am a lawyer because judges are usually lawyers, except in small municipalities where they're elected officials. So the the lawyer, the judge is a lawyer, and the lawyer in Florida is saying, "Hey, my client's dead," and the judge of Connecticut goes, "Y'all, client's not dead." <laughs> You're a lawyer, therefore you're lying. And the, and the Florida lawyer, he's like, yes, I'm a lawyer, but down in Florida, dead is dead. And I can go back and forth, and I'm not going to, because it's it's too funny to me trying to do those two different voices. All right, so the Connecticut judge tells the Florida lawyer, get your client up here, he's under arrest. Florida liar, uh, Florida lawyer says, my client's dead. Connecticut judge, not to be undone, says, prove it you're a lawyer you understand the law prove that he's dead florida lawyer probably sends him a fax of something like a death certificate connecticut judge goes that's not good enough i want more so then florida lawyer sends the connecticut judge like um uh an obituary from the local newspaper (laughs) <laughs> Josh Allen Smith died on this day and his betrothed left behind I don't know how obituaries are written I, uh, I, I don't read a bit. I do jokingly read obituaries another story another time uh, the, the Connecticut judge is still not satisfied the Florida lawyer is in a quandary he doesn't know what to do other than provide a death certificate and a newspaper announcement that his client is dead Florida lawyer digs up client, rents U-Haul, drives to Connecticut, leaves client in judge's front lawn.
1: (laughs) I was really going for a a weird twist where a Florida man was Florida lawyer trying to fake his own death. I don't have friends. (laughs) He,
0: He was representing himself. Yeah. Oh yeah! I, should... I mean,
1: I don't know what the actual story is. No, but... no, we
0: don't. That's the fun part about it. But you're right. Had I taken that in that direction, yeah, and and the and the final twist is instead of him being dumped off, it's revealed that the man was representing himself. Yeah. Giggle, giggle, ha. ha. All right. <laughs> I, I, I All didn't right. do good on that one. That was a tough one.
1: That was a hard one.
0: Yeah. I got another one. All right. Here we go. It's headline. <laughs>
1: Florida man hit by car, then run over by school bus.
0: Oh, that's a good day. That's a good day in Florida. Florida has the uh, the uh, largest elderly population in the United States. People think it's Arizona, New Mexico because it's dry heat. Nope, it's God's waiting room. It's the penis. It's uh, the peninsula. It is Florida. So we got a bunch of little blue-haired old knuckle drivers, and a knuckle driver, if you don't know what that is, it's just uh, when you look at them driving, all you see is a pair of knuckles on top of the steering wheel. Because of their age, they have shrunk to the point where they can no longer see over the hood. They're just using the Force. If there is such a thing as a Jedi, it's elderly people driving in Florida. So they're using the Force with their knuckles and their blue hair, just cruising along, and they, and they take out people all the time. And I've seen some uh, wonderful, in, in a morbid sense of a, the word, I've seen some wonderful pedestrian um, incursions. Takedowns. downs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and not as cool as the deer, which we didn't even get to the deer report, by the way, on the way the adult car, uh, arcade. Uh, seven deer dead northbound, five deer dead on return. That's 12 deer. Yeah, 12 deer in a 20-mile uh, round trip. Uh, Pennsylvania. Get your stuff together. Deer fencing, deer snipers,
1: get the deer off the highway. This poor Florida man gets hit twice.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Once by a school bus. If you're only, if yeah, the school bus actually saved him. The school bus, believe this or not, in the strangest of events, the school bus actually saved him. So, uh, he gets hit by a car, ow, that hurt, he falls into the street. Then he gets hit by a school bus, boom, that hurts a little bit more, buses are bigger, he falls down, crack his head open, but the bus driver of the school bus immediately deploys the child protection system and puts the flashing stop, 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 stop lights out, right? So all the other traffic, both northbound and southbound, are going to come to a stop, And the man's going to receive medical attention and and, and everything's going to work out for him. It's going to be fine. Once upon a time, a man decided that the smartest way to commit suicide was to walk into traffic on I-95 at night. Now, on I-95 in Florida, the average speed limit's about (laughs) 130,000 miles an hour square. Uh, (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it's... It's long, it's flat, it's straight, and and people be getting it. Uh, this man stepped out into traffic in the late night and got hit. got hit hard. Boom. Got planted. But it didn't kill him. The first impact did not kill him, but it launched him. He was still alive, but he wasn't able to get out of traffic before the next one hit him. And the next one hitting.
1: Are you going to leave this in? This is terrible. This is this is one of those things that would get us kicked off the radio. Yeah, we're not on
0: the radio anymore. This is a true story. I can't I can't help it that this is a bad way to commit suicide. As if there is any good way, there isn't. Don't do it. It's a coward's way out. <laughs> that would get me kicked off radio. A hundred percent. But it's true. It's true. Uh, suicide, as I've always said, is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Whatever it is, you'll get over it. Trust me. Look at a homeless guy living on the street and, and, and his entire life is in a refrigerator box. That guy's got a girlfriend. Your life ain't that bad. Push on. Move on. It's going to get better. Everything gets better with time anyway away from our suicide prevention notice moving forward with the uh the the true story of a man who gets run over trying to commit suicide uh, successfully commit suicide his remains were spread over three miles the troopers estimate that he was run over by at least a hundred cars yeah it's too many yes it is. So luckily, our guy was hit by a car and a school bus that immediately deployed the child protection system, and he was lifelighted out of there. Story of the day. It's a wonderful story. Florida man survives what could have been anywhere else a fatal accident. <laughs> they can't see your face. I can That's see okay. your face. That's
1: okay. Why I'm traumatized. You, traumatized. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. It's a lot on a Sunday.
0: <laughs> yes, wear your reflective belt and stay out of traffic. I've always said, you know, we've pushed, we pushed traffic safety for years. I always said humans make horrible hood ornaments. And children should not be speed bumps. True story.
1: <laughs> so nasty.
0: So we've done headlines. We've had a really fun show. What?
1: I'm going to give you Caitlin Yingling.
0: All right. as everybody knows, I write my First of all, if you don't know, let's go ahead and explain that The birthday burn segment is done like this Chick Brew gives me two people that she wants to acknowledge their birthdays and I give her two people and she can acknowledge their birthdays. The reason that we do the old switcheroo there is so that we can uh, roast our friends without offending our friends It is a hands-off white glove treatment. She can say anything she wants about any of my friends because she doesn't know them and i can say anything i want about her friends because i don't know them for the most part occasionally our paths cross and we have friends that we know and we do not burn them for the fear of offending them we are not offenders (laughs) regardless of our history we are currently not offenders so we take these extra steps me because i tend to be a little bit more critical than she is because she's such a nice and wonderful person and hates this bit i pre-write my insults as an extra layer of security that these things were written without any knowledge of the person whatsoever however <laughs> because you said the name is yingling i'm going to tell you a true story not necessarily a burn except on me caitlin happy birthday caitlin yingling once upon a time i was sent into another battalion spaces and i was supposed to go find uh, senior chief yingling and i had never heard this name before and it's my first time living in California, and when I hear the name Yingling, I assume that it is Asian in nature. And I didn't understand, so I asked for clarification. I was like, "What was that name again?" And they said Yingling. And I said, "What was that?" They said Yingling. And I, being the smart at smart person that I am, I squinted my eyes and said, "You mean Yingling?" and they said yeah and when you go over there ask for him just like that okay mission accepted so i go into this other battalion spaces and the spaces are empty and i come across one person and he's sitting there and he's got his feet up on the desk and he's all relaxed and cool and i said excuse me and i can't see his rank right i said i'm looking for a senior chief um and he slowly turns Now, mind you, I I forgot to mention this part. The most Caucasian person in the building is the person that I'm talking to. So when I do my ancient Chinese secret gag there, uh, he slowly turns and says, Say that name again. And I said, Senior Chief Ying and then I start to see there's a Y in his name and there's a bunch of letters in a, in a formation I have never seen before. I did not know Yingling is an old German name. I just assumed from the sound of it, it was um, it, 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 it was Asian in nature. So uh, your friend's not Asian, is she? No. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Good, good, good. Where, where do you know her from?
1: I actually know her from boot camp.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. no. Um, Kate, you wouldn't happen to know. Your
0: dad is, uh, is, is Marty Yingling, um, Purple Heart recipient, Bronze Star recipient, uh, CB extraordinaire. I love him, and I love you. <laughs> uh, birthday burn gone bad.
1: <laughs> well, you had it coming, okay? Uh,
0: well, if, I mean, if we could tell a story, we're always going to take the time <laughs> to tell a story. Are you ready?
1: <sighs>
0: you could do this. I'm going to give you uh, someone who means a lot to me, near and dear to my very heart, the person who bought me my very first tomahawk steak, Ben Medina.
1: Senior Been, oh, oh. <laughs> Senior, I'm going to soon that makes an old, fat, bald, but with a hot sun.
0: Fat, bald, and old with a hot sun. <laughs> Birthday burn. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, pretty 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 close to being accurate. happy birthday ben again folks remember the reason we do these birthday burns is is to punish you and to teach you that you shouldn't put your real birthday on the internet because if you do that then the bad the terrorists win that's what happens who do you got for me next
1: jason McLeod.
0: jason McLeod. can't do much with that name i've never racially insulted a McLeod as far as i ever know where where do you know him from
1: Uh, i know him from from texas
0: uh, I, I, okay. I, just because, I, 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 if I'm going to depart once, I might as, well as depart twice. I, he's a, a Jason, and he's from Texas. Uh. I imagine Jason's got a speech impediment. He's probably got some serious mental issues. He probably wants her to put lotion on the basket. He's that kind of guy who would wear a skin suit. <laughs> he's he's a, a, a face mask. skin flute? What? No, a skin suit, I said. He uh, he would wear someone else's face as a face mask. Because uh, didn't Jason wear a, a mask to keep the mask? Who knows? Here's what I'm going to tell you about Jason. He's... He's probably somebody you're going to see on Dateline in the future. And uh, he's, he's probably sick, sadistic, probably tortures animals. He, he's not loved by, by anybody other than his gerbil. Um, and the, the only reason the gerbil loves him is because he, he murdered the cat. And that's uh, Jason's birthday
1: burn. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm (laughs) glad he's far away from me because now it's just all scary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. My good friend, Brady LaBello.
1: Just got to get through it. Okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: um, Hold on. Let me me help you just a little bit. LaBello means, and I'm not kidding, the beautiful man. In Italian, His last name is
1: the beautiful man. Well, if you have to explain it to me, it's probably opposite. Day. <laughs> He's probably ugly. Poor guy.
0: At least one more insult. Come on. Oh. Hey, call him stupid, too.
1: He might not be stupid, though. He's definitely
0: not stupid. Go ahead and call him stupid.
1: He's a dumb bunny.
0: He's dumb and ugly. <laughs> he is uh, la non bello. <laughs> birthday burn all right I kind of gave you the assist on that one only to make up for my yingling story and That's yeah bad. he's he's not a dumb guy he's a he's a nuclear engineer he's very smart oh. Oh. he's very okay. ugly he's very ugly <laughs> and his wife uh married him out of sympathy for his ugliness birthday burn <laughs> <Talk to you. laughs> Extra! Alright, what have we covered? We covered, uh, geez, we covered a lot today. We did the deer report. We did the good, the bad, the ugly food. I will be posting uh, uh, some information for the Veterans of Comedy uh, site to send money to to assist Typhoon Panda as he is recovering in the hospital. We talked about Will C. We talked about uh, Cavell Hudson and uh, Levi and Hugh and Caitlin Yingling and Jason McLeod and, and uh, uh, Jason mcclard and jan
1: we talked about jan don't forget we talked about jan
0: of course we talked about jan uh,
1: she's just the best <laughs>
0: just talk about jan baby <laughs> that's weird
1: don't ever do that again
0: <laughs>
1: all
0: right i'm gonna chop this up and make it uh, bite size uh in case you didn't listen to last week's episode at the very end of our episode is a ad for our friend daryl McLean and the daryl Show. Uh, If you want to, you know, you're on the road, you want something to listen to, hey, something else to listen to, it's something, it's different, and it costs you nothing. So it's the Darrell McLean Show, and it's an ad immediately following the end of this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today as I remind you every day, be the best person that you can be, and if you were a great person today, be an even better
1: person tomorrow. Don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Darrell McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Darrell McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot.